When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Welcome to Bells in the Bat Free. I'm your genial host, John Bell. And today, Brad, Arnie, and I are going to be looking at, uh, looking at, well, for some reason, I'm not looking at Brad and Arnie. They... Don't seem to be in here. Guys? Guys? All right. Um, let's go find out what's going on. Uh, let's go down the hall here. Uh, oh, they're in here. Brad, Arnie, what you guys doing? We're playing a game of whist, Mr. Bell. Whist? Yes, whist, whilst we wait. You're playing whist? I'm playing Gin Rummy. I told you we were playing whist. It doesn't matter. I seem to be winning anyway. Why are you whisting whilst you wait? And wait for what? We were waiting for you to wander in so you could whist watch. Why would I whist watch? So you'll always know what time it is? And you'll know the time that we went on strike. You're on strike? A whist watch doesn't strike. You have to look at it. Arnie and I refuse to work for you today. You do? We do? Indeed we do. Why? Why? Arnie, we discussed this. What are we discussing about? Mr. Bell did an entire episode of this podcast thing without either of us in it at all. He didn't. Well, yeah, I did, actually. It just kind of turned out that way. And... My contract explicitly says I'm in every episode. You don't have a contract. As soon as you sign this contract, it explicitly says that... Any contract I sign now won't be valid for a previous show. Yes, it will, because I dated this contract you're about to sign to be valid six months ago. It doesn't work that way. Who's the lawyer here? You or me? I can send it back in time if that would help. You keep out of this, Arnie. Wait, you can? You stay in this, Arnie. No, no, I'm not signing any predated back-in-time contracts. Then we are on strike. And I have gin. So we'll toast to our strike. I mean, in the game, see? I got gin. I don't have any toast. And what exactly does this strike entail? We are going to do this episode without you. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, ha. I'd like to see you try. That sounds like a challenge. That sounds like a challenge to you, Arnie. That sounds like a challenge. And you owe me 30 cents. Well, this is my show. And all I have to do to continue my show is to walk out of this room like this, close the door, and you guys are in there, and I'm out here doing my show without you. Yeah. How do you figure that, Mr. Mel? Because this show is being done from my point of view. I'm here, and and you guys are in the other room, sounding like you're in the other room. Okay, Arnie, it's time. According to your whisk watch? Yes, fine. Just start your invention thing there. Invention thing? Oh, you made my point of view, you later. That's the one. Start it up. And what is that invention supposed to do, Arnie? It automatically changes the listener's point of view from you to us. Well, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, Arnie. I mean, this is my podcast. I'm recording it, therefore I... Uh, uh, hello? Hello? 
What happened? Why do I sound like this? It's no longer from your point of view, Mr. Bell. It's from our point of view now, Mr. Bell, which means it is our show. I'm not going to stand for this. Then have a seat and enjoy Brad and Arnie's In the Bat Free. I'll, I'll be back. Hi, everybody. I'm your genial host, Arnie Kunspard, and today... Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to be the genial host. No, I should be the genial... Hey, no, me. I'm more genial hostery than you are. Do you even know what genial means? Uh, sure. I dream of genial with the... No. All right. What does genial mean? It means... It means idiotic and gullible. Really? Well, I am neither of those, therefore you can be the genial host. <laughs> oh, I suppose if I must. Somebody here showed the other person who's gullible and idiotic. <laughs> and as your genial host, I would like to introduce... Um... Who should I introduce? Well, I guess me, because I'm the only other person here. I mean, who should you be that I would introduce you? It's me, Arnie Brad Modworth. Want to see my driver's license? If it hadn't been revoked? I know it's you, but you got to play a character that I would interview for laughs and amusement. Is that what Mr. Bell does on the show? Yes, he does exactly that. Except, Except for the, for the last and amusement. amusement. Okay, who could I be? Who can I be? It's got to be someone with a strange occupation. Uh, h- how about if you're a cat herder? Okay, okay, I'm a cat herder. What's my name? I don't know, I don't know, let's see. Uh, what if we switch the first letter in each of those words, and my name would be Hat Herder the Cat Herder? No, 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 switching the first letter of two words to make a name is just, it's just lazy writing. Whatever you say, Mr. Cunchpard. What if your name were Charlie Glop Glop Glop? Yeah, well, no lazy writing there. Okay, let's just try it. <clears throat> my first guest has a very interesting occupation. His name is... Mr. Charlie Glop, 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 Glop. Too many glops there, just Glop, Glop, Glop. Mr. Glop, Glop, Glop. Thank you, Mr. Punch Card. Don't go there. I have a very interesting occupation. And what do you do, sir? I've heard of cats. You what? I've heard of cats. No, no, you you heard cats. Yes, yes, I heard cats. I heard them make all sorts of noises. No, 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 you, you see, you, you heard cats. That's what I... I mean, you gather cats together in a group. That's impossible. Nobody can do that. That, that. That's what makes your job unusual. Oh, well, I gather cats into a group. Some people would say that's impossible. I said it was impossible. How do you do this? Do what? Herd the cats. You can't help but hear them. No. They're the noisiest little... I mean, how do you get the cats to do what you tell them to do? You've obviously never had a cat. All right, all right this is going nowhere. There's no mercy merriment here. Are those the names of your cats? Let's try something else. How about we try something? Serious. Oh, you mean that satellite radio station? No, we never get on yet. That's not what I'm saying. They have pretty high standards, you know. I mean that our show should be about something serious, something that people are talking about. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. With all the turmoil and politics and division in this world, what are people talking about most? Hmm. <sighs> Television! I remember when we had just four channels. You had to walk across the floor to change channels, too. Come on, Brad, you're not that old. I remember my dad telling me that we kids were lucky because he only had four channels and had Yeah, to... yeah, yeah, we all got that speech. And then we got cable TV, and we had thousands of channels. 
And nothing, nothing good to watch. watch. But we were paying for it. We went from free TV with commercials to paid TV with no commercials. And now we have a whole bunch of streaming channels that you can pay for with no commercials. And the latest great creation, streaming channels you pay for and still get commercials. Well, at least you don't have to tape a coat hanger to the antenna to be able to see them. And there's so many to choose from. Which one's your favorite, Brad? My favorites, my favorites. Hmm, let me think. Peacock and Newsy and Apple and Hulu. Filmrise and Paramount. Filmsy and Roku. HBO Max, Sling Crackle and Vix. I think it all started back with Netflix. When the networks acted like jerks, thinking they were big time. They never were dreaming we all would start streaming. I want my Disney Plus. And Amazon Prime. Actually, I kind of like Tubi. Tubi? Is that like a cartoon character? No, no, no. It's a free streaming service. They got a lot of old TV shows and movies on it. So you'd rather watch old TV shows on this Tubi with commercials than new TV shows on the networks with commercials? That's what I must ponder. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is numbing in the mind to suffer the sludge and errors of network TV or to rise up against a sea of treacle and by streaming in them. To watch, to sleep, to snore. And by asleep, we say to end the headache and the thousand natural schlocks that TV is heir to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. To watch, to sleep, ah, to sleep, perchance to stream. Aye, there's the snub. For in that vast wasteland that streams may come, when we have shut off this network spoil, must give us pause so we can run to the kitchen or to the bathroom whenever we need. Sadly, that's probably the classiest moment we've ever had on this stupid show. Glad to do my part. But it's still a stupid show, even with us taking it over. We need to find something interesting to do for the audience. We need to actually do an interview. We tried that. I mean, a real interview with somebody who's not one of us. Okay, but we've already started this show and there's nobody else around. Hi, guys. It's me, Hugo the Janitor. Don't mind me when I clean. How about Mr. Bell? He's still here. Oh, yeah, there's a real snoozer of an interview. Maybe him up here in the corner, if you don't mind. Maybe we could call somebody. Well, crime podcasts are really popular right now. Do we know anybody who had anything to do with criminal activity? Oh, that takes me back to my old days of dealing with criminal activities. Yep, yep. Hugo, we're trying to get something done here. If you could just be quiet for wait a... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hugo, you used to be a policeman? Oh, no, no, no. Never had anything to do with the police. Yeah, well, that puts us back at square one. It was more like the FBI. Say what there? Hugo, you were with the FBI? What? Oh, no, 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 no. Another dead end. I was wanted by the FBI. You, you, you were wanted by the FBI? That was back in my younger, wilder days, yep. I was public enemy number one. Oh, thousand. Oh, nine hundred thirty-seven. 
cabin. Yeah. What were you on you for? I was a super villain. Maybe we should end this now. We've gone this far. Let's hear him out. Super villain? Yes, it all started when I was visiting a laboratory. A lavatory? Laboratory. Don't interrupt, Brad. This is going to take long enough as it is. Good point. When suddenly I was bitten by a radioactive dung beetle. Yeah, we should have ended this earlier. Too late. He's on a roll. It gave me the proportional strength. I'm a dung beetle. Is that a lot of strength? Not really. Dung beetles are kind of wimpy, but they know how to roll stuff. Do they give you any other powers? Oh, yeah. I stink really bad. Kind of like this interview. I called myself Dung Beetle. Clever name. DB for short. And what crimes did you commit? In 1971, I hijacked an airliner. I demanded $200,000 ransom. They paid me, and we took off again. That's when I jumped out of the airplane. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is your last name? Coop. You're D.B. Cooper? That's what they call me. What happened to the money you got? It was stolen from me. Really? Well, I was parachuting down. Wait a minute, wait a minute. While you were floating down on your parachute, someone stole your money? Yeah, I think it was an alien. An alien stole your money. Yep, sure did. Did the alien say anything while he was stealing your money? Yep, he said... Boy, you smell bad. So, what did you do? I took a shower. And that got rid of the stink? Yep. <laughs> Who knew that would work? Well, this has been a very interesting... Then I got bitten by a radioactive aardvark. Start the end music, please. Suddenly my tongue was real long and I had a hankering for fresh termites. You've been listening to the first episode of Brad and Arnie in the bathroom. Arnie and Brad in the bathroom. I was captured by cannibal munchkins. Copyright 2022 by, um... By John Bell Creative LLC. Why are we going to let him hold the copyright? If anybody wants to sue us, it's best they sue him. A munchkin named Sue. Oh, boy. Taught me the meaning of life magazine. That's it. We're done. I can start a fire by rubbing my teeth together really fast. Tooth is stranger than friction. He's still talking. The show should be over. How do we end this? I got a zebra in my ear. You want to see it? How does Mr. Bell usually end the show? I don't know. I've never paid attention. Why doesn't toothpaste make your teeth stick together? That's it. I'm just getting out of here. Yeah, let's scram. I built a house out of baloney one time. One slice at a time. It was real comfortable, but kind of turned green after a while. Okay, Hugo, you can stop now. They're gone. I was glad to be of help, Mr. Bell. And I will certainly honor my end of our deal. You'll never tell the FBI that I'm here. Trust me, they'll never hear it from me. Say, you want to hear about the time that I... Nope. There are many things that we can all do that may help stop the spread of the coronavirus. But one thing we can all do is to have a plan in case you do get sick. First, consult with your health care provider for more information about monitoring your health.
for symptoms suggestive of COVID-19. Second, stay in touch with others by phone or email. You may need to ask for help from friends, family, neighbors, community health workers, or more if you become sick. And finally, determine who can care for you if your caregiver gets sick. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.